Greetings, everyone. Master Grogan here, ready to rock your world with another exciting Kickin' Life podcast. Hey, as you know, we talk about it a lot. Not if, but when the world kicks your butt. I'm here to motivate, inspire, and kick your butt back up. And that's the whole essence of the Kickin' Life podcast, to help you live your best kickin' life. So buckle up. Here we go. Greetings, everyone. Master Grogan coming at you again with another exciting Kicking Life podcast, episode number 178. Yeah, baby, here we go. Oh, I, I, when I say that, episode 178, I can't even believe it myself. I don't know if I could really count to 178, but that's what the producers tell me. And tracking the shows, I think they're right. Holy cow. Well, anyway, as always, if you have not checked out previous episodes, get on it. Get on it. There's 177 previous episodes of rock star content meant to empower, to inspire, and to motivate you to live what? Your best kick in life. For our new listeners, what is a kick in life? Well, kick in life goes far beyond just a good life or a great life or even an awesome life. It's a kick in life, baby. And what that means is the world, not if, but when, when it kicks your butt, when it knocks you down, when it beats you to your knees and tries to keep you there permanently, as Rocky says, when it does that as it often does. I'm a human being. It beats me down. Some seems like sometimes every day, I'm like, what the heck? Some of the battles we're fighting, right? Yeah. But not if, but when the world does that, that's what I'm here for. That's my God-given talent. That's what God put me on this planet to do, to empower, to inspire, to motivate, to push you back up. Say, get back up. We're fighting another round, baby. We're in this together. Yeah. Why? Because we all have problems, every single one of us. And I know together is better. I mean, it is. Yeah. And what are we trying to do together? We're trying to make society a happier, healthier, and safer place to live. And I think we could all agree, all agree, regardless what our differences are, we could all agree that if society was a little bit happier, yeah, without as much negativity from social media and the news media and all the garbage and filth and that we're constantly inundated with, we looked at what we have. Yeah, we just took a minute, a second even. To count our blessings, to think about all the good that we we have, and then I'm not I'm not you know we've all got our battles as I said before. I don't know what battles you're fighting. You don't know what battles your neighbors are fighting. Your families are fighting. You don't know what battles I'm fighting. We don't know, but we all know we're in this together, and we all know if we did a little better job of being appreciative of what we do have here in the United States of America, regardless of what troubles we have and what problems we have, it's a lot better than any other country. It truly is. And if you don't believe that, <laughs> go check it out. Go to another country. Go to a third world country. Yeah. You get, you get a taste of that. Something was circulating the other day on social media of a little bitty girl who was laying on her belly in this muddy terrain, drinking out of a, a, a I, I guess it was a ditch. Oh, and the caption was, next time you start to complain, stop and think. Where do you get your water from? It's like, whoa. You know, the faucet, right? Or the refrigerator. So anyway. I'm not here to <laughs> pound you with that stuff, but I am here to remind you of the count the blessings you have. And if you do that, you're going to find a lot of things to smile about. And that makes, well, once again, happier, healthier. What is healthier? Well, if we're healthier, if we take care of ourselves, we do the things we know we need to do, which is going to be a big part of today's show, which is a new four-part series on self-discipline and self-respect. And you take care of yourself. You do the things you're supposed to do. And here's the thing about your body. You take care of your body your body's more than likely going to take care of you. However, if you don't take care of it, sooner or later your body's going to say, you know what? Enough. I've warned you. I've told you. You don't want to help me out. You don't want to rest. You don't want to eat properly. You don't want to exercise. You don't want to do what you know you need to do to keep me functioning properly. I'm going to shut you down. And it will. It will. We've all had that happen before, right? Yeah. So happier, counting your blessings. Healthier, doing the things you need to do. And, of course, when you're happy and you're healthy, that makes society safer. How does it make it safer? Because happy, healthy people aren't going around shooting up schools. Happy, healthy people aren't going around and trolling people online. The people that do those things, they are not happy. There is something wrong, something missing in their life that they feel the need to go out and troll others, the need to spew hate all over others. There's something wrong with them mentally, emotionally, spiritually. Something's wrong with them. Yeah. And am I telling you anything you don't know? No, but I'm reminding you. And why am I reminding you? 
because a good big part of today's show is on choices, good choices, good habits. Choose not to get in arguments with knuckleheads on social media. Now, I don't know if I go as far as call them losers or not. Wouldn't be a stretch if I did. But I don't know what battles they're fighting, so that would be wrong, kind of name-calling there. But here's my point. Hang around with winners. Make a choice to hang around with people that are aspiring to be better by helping others, not pulling others down. And something I read, uh, I guess I shared it several, several different times. Somebody actually shared it again back on my page, which was fantastic. And if you're not following me on social media, please do so. Uh, Rich Grogan's my personal page. I only got a few friend spots left on that. And to be honest with you, I'm very selective on who I, I guess, friend request or accept from. And the only reason for that is I've got several pages and groups that you can see all the information you need to see out there. Um, and the reason I'm very selective is because I, I don't want to have somebody jump on there and just like it. You know, I guess everybody that sends a friend request, I like them. And I'm saying this as advice for you. And then come to find out this person is spewing all kinds of hatred, negativity, and ugliness. Then you got to go through the process of banning, blocking, and deleting them. Yeah. Now, I guess it's not all that hard to do, but it's an extra step you don't need to take. So I advise you out there, instead of just liking or approving every friend request that comes in, do a little scroll. Take five, ten seconds, scroll their page to see if that's the person you really want uh, to be friends with. I know it sounds crazy, but it's true. Now, my pages, I've got Kicking Life with Master Grogan. Great page. Several groups. Live your best kick in life. Bullyproof our kids with Master Grogan. Our kids are awesome. <laughs> Several great pages So and, and groups. Check those out. On Instagram, it's Kickin' Life. K-I-C-K-I-N-L-I-F-E. Check that baby out. Our numbers keep growing on the Instagram page. And that's all about uh, you know positivity, inspiration, uh, you know, I guess good emotions and vibes. And it's a good Christian vibe as well. Put that out there. Because I believe you got to put God first in your life. And if you don't believe in God, that's fine. You can still get a lot of great content out of the page. I'm just a big believer that we need to realize and be spiritually humble enough to realize that there's something bigger than us in this universe. The universe does not revolve around us. We are a speck in this universe. And that message needs to get out to as many people as possible because, unfortunately, too many people think they are the universe. Oh, come on now. There's no humility in that whatsoever. And our new listeners... At our Martial Arts Academy, Grogan's Academy of Martial Arts here in Edwardsville, Illinois. If you're in this area, man, come check out the Academy. All Our core values are honor, integrity, discipline, and respect. And we empower the kids to believe in themselves. We give the parents tools to work with to help their kids be their very, very best. And once again, kind of creating that village. You know, the village of, of life changers, making society a happier, healthier, and safer place to live. So check that out. And that's another group and page we've got is Grogan's Martial Arts. It's my last name, G-R-O-G-A-N. And then the S, you know, Grogan's, <laughs> martial arts, M-A-R-T-I-A-L-A-R-T-S, and then check that out as well. All right, well, new listeners, thank you very much for taking time out of your busy day. That was a little more of an intro than I had planned on, but, you know, kind of laid the foundation. Now we're going to build build this show on that foundation. Returning listeners, thank you so very much for your five-star reviews, for your shout-outs, for your constantly sharing of the show, for everything you're doing to help, once again, continue to build that tribe, that tribe of like-minded thinkers. And what I mean by like-minded thinkers, that is we can agree to disagree on things just because you have a different viewpoint than I have or vice versa, doesn't mean I hate you. Unfortunately, that's what's become of the world today. If you don't think the way I think, then gosh darn it, you're the enemy, you're evil. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. The whole point is we're all different in our own way. God made us all different. He broke the mold when he finished with us. So we're not going to always agree on everything. I've been married to my lovely, wonderful, beautiful wife now for 23 years, and we've known, we've known each other for almost 30. We don't always agree. No. But I'm humble enough, and I, and I say that because I didn't used to be. I, I am saying that, and new listeners and even others that have listened to the show quite a bit, you know how transparent I am on things. I'm, I'm going to open it up here, baby. Pull them back to cover, so to speak. Or as my good buddy, Professor Brandon Beliso says, warts and all, baby. Here it is. I'm not perfect. I never claimed to be perfect. Maybe when I was in my 20s and 30s, I kind of maybe thought I had, well, not thought. I know I had an ego. Didn't mean to, but it was, and it was making up for insecurities, which, by the way, I, I, I truly believe in my heart that most folks that, that have a, a supercharged ego, which I think stands for edging God out or edging greatness out, you're pushing it to the side. Yeah, because you're not willing to learn. At the Academy, humility is our number one black belt principle, and it's there for a reason. When I created our black belt principles, I put that as a number one. 
Yeah, number one, because it all starts with having an open mind. Yeah, you got to be open to ideas that you've never thought of before. you got to be open to other people's viewpoints. And if you're not, you're never going to learn. There's an old saying, never be the smartest person in the room. Now, that's never very hard for me. So, <laughs> But I'm being silly. But if when you're around people that you're smarter than, oh, how are you going to learn, right? Surround yourself with people that are smarter than you. They're going to help you learn what they know. And then the more you learn, the more you can share with others. See how that works? But you got to be humble enough to admit it. Yeah. Somebody once said, we're born with one mouth and two ears because we're supposed to listen twice as much as we talk. I do have a problem with that. <laughs> Sometimes I talk twice as much as I listen, but I have gotten better. Why? I know when my mouth's running, I'm not listening. And when I'm not listening, I'm not learning. So what I do, literally, on average, 15 to 30, and on good days, 45 to an hour, a day, a day of listening to inspirational, motivational, not only books, but podcasts, video blogs. Yeah, I'm spending more and more time on YouTube, and it's not, you know, uh, gaming or watching movies or whatever. It's listening to people that are smarter than I am, people that have achieved a level of success far beyond where I'm at right now. And the more I listen to them, the more I learn from them, and that's a shortcut to success, folks. Listen to people that are where, are where you want to be. And then once you get there, start listening to other people. There's, there's an old saying that, uh, uh, how do you become a, a millionaire? If that's in your endeavors, you surround yourself with people that are millionaires, right? They know how to get there. Now, with that being said, oftentimes people think, well, millionaires are bad people. And, and granted, there are some bad people. But I'd say there's a lot more bad <laughs> non-millionaires than there are millionaires. But there are some bad ones, but they're the ones that always get the headlines. All I know is uh, financially, and I've been bankrupt twice, so I have not only tasted defeat, but I've cried and, oh, my gosh, I mean, there, there's nothing worse. Well, I guess there's, you know, back up, stop, scratch, cut that. And by the way, I never cut anything from the tapes here. It just rolls, baby. Why? That's being transparent. There's, there's many, many things worse than being bankrupt. Yes, there are. Okay, a sick child or your own personal health or a death in a family or, you know, it, it, there's a million things worse than bankruptcy. So I'm going to back that up and say bankruptcy is a big problem. It really, really is. It sucks your, I mean, you have no ego left after that. Do I have anybody to blame for that? No, it's my own fault. I made all the mistakes in the world. I thought I knew what I was doing. It's not that I wasn't willing to listen to anybody. It was I thought I knew more than everybody else. Bang. But I look at it now. I share that with you openly. I share that in my book. It's coming out. Why? Because it's helpful. It helps others. And if I can avoid you from making some of the pitfalls that I made, holy cow. And that's how you learn. By listening and learning from others. Okay, so we just now starting the show? No, because the show is, like I said, I was kind of laying the foundation, but I already started building stuff on that foundation. This new four-part series that's coming up for the next, and when I say four shows, folks, just a reminder, for, especially for our new listeners there, I record two shows a week. This show right here is the, what we call the long show. It's a show that's anywhere from 40 to 50 minutes. Sometimes you get carried away, it's over an hour. But that's the baseline, 40 to, I guess, 60 minutes is that show. And that airs every Monday by 8 or 9 o'clock. That's central time. The second show is the short, quick hitter that I air on Fridays. And that one comes out on Fridays, and that's anywhere from 7 to 10 minutes. And I call it your Kicking Life Challenge for the weekend. And I challenge you to do something different. Like the last one that uh, will end up, uh, episode, where is it, 177. At the time of this recording, it hasn't aired yet, but it will air by the time you hear this. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'm trying to put my days together here. <laughs> Get a little lost. Um, but uh, it's all about be selfish. Do something for yourself. And you may say, what the heck are you talking about? Well, if you don't take care of yourself, you can't really help out others at your best capacity. Now, I'm going to leave it at that. I'm going to let you listen to that show to check it out. It's the show right before this one. This is episode 178 and that's show 177. But then, of course, the next Friday will be show 179. And that's how that works. The long show airs on Mondays. The short, quick hitter airs on Fridays. Therefore, I can kind of kick your butt into the weekend with a challenge. So all that was more than just an introduction, but the new four-part series starting right here, right now, is all about, and then the last four-part series was healthfulness and self-respect. Well, I thought this next series should be on, let's continue with that self-respect, but let's, let's have self-discipline in there. So it's self-discipline and self-respect. And for the most part, during most of the shows, and I'm going to intertwine some other things in there to kind of tease you with and just kind of build on the foundation we've already laid, but it's going to be on good habits, 
and good choices. Yeah, counting your blessings, all the things that are right there. Now, habits, let's talk about that for a second. Problems with habits are, well, first of all, I'm going to throw it out there because we're all thinking it. It's not fair. It, it's, their habits are not fair. But here's the deal. We're the ones that created every habit we have in our life. Yeah. So don't have a pity party saying it's not fair. Now, what isn't fair, but it's just the reality of things, is good habits. We know how great they are for us, but they're very difficult to make for some unknown reason. So if you want to say that's unfair, go ahead. It's not going to help you any. Say it's unfair and move on. Good habits are very difficult to break. I mean, sorry, make, 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 make. Very difficult to make. And the unfair part is, not only are they very difficult to make, they're very easy to break. It's like, come on. been working so hard about getting up and going to the gym and eating properly. But every day you got to fight that battle? Well, here's the truth. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. I wish I could lie to you and say it gets easier, but it doesn't. But what you do get, you get that endorphin release. Yes, that serotonin, oxytocin. Yeah, and dopamine, all those feel-good chemicals that flush through your body. And what do they do? Not only to make you feel good, they're a combatant of cortisol, which is a stress chemical that flushes through. It is. And the reason most people are stressed out of their mind all day long, and it seems like it turns into all day, all week, all month, all year, all life, is because they never let that cortisol flush out. It's there. It's meant to be there to kind of push us. It's a stress chemical is what it is. Gives you that fight or flight. But it's meant to be immediately flushed out. It's not meant to linger in our brain, in our veins, in our body. That's what makes us sick. Because we're still talking about the good habits, but here's something, and more reason why you should exercise. And exercise doesn't mean you have to go to the gym and kill yourself. Like if you get up and take a brisk walk, especially if you've done nothing before, that's a start. Something is better than nothing. A whole lot of something is better than a, a lot of nothing, right? Think about that. A little bit of something. Did I say that wrong? Yeah, a little bit of something is better than a whole lot of nothing. Yeah, there we go. I may have goofed that up before. We're not going to rewind the tape. You can if you want, but we're moving forward. But anyway. Here's the deal on that. When you allow the cortisol to continue to be in your, your bloodstream because you have done nothing to flush it out, you're watching social media all day long, you're watching constantly negative network, which is what I call CNN. I mean, if you want to watch it, watch it. But it, when is the last time you saw something positive on one of those news stations? And if you have, how small was it? Yeah. It's not good. They do that out of fear. Why? Because you keep watching it because you're scared. The more scared you are, the more cortisol you release. So what happens when you got cortisol constantly flushing through your body and never, ever getting flushed out by something else? Well, when you're in fight or flight mode, which is what the news does to you, get you on edge, get you all reared up, get your hair standing up on end, get your veins popping out of your neck and your forehead, what happens is your immune system shuts down. Yeah, I like that. Your digestive system shuts down. Whoa. Your growth system shuts down. And what I mean by that is your, your body stops, you know, as far as your, your hair growth, your skin growth, everything shuts down. And why is that? And I guess the ones you really need to focus on are the two I just talked about, your immune system and your digestive system. They shut down because your body needs to be in fight or flight mode, meaning you're preparing for something. So your body needs all the extra it can get. So it sucks all the energy out of your digestive system and your immune system because you're a fight or flight. You're about ready to go into battle. But all you're doing is watching the news. But yet you're all ticked off. And it takes forever. And the only way to release that, folks, is to exercise, is to get up and move around and do something. Have I scared you? I, I mean, it's not my goal to scare you, but it is my goal to be honest with you. It is my goal to be real with you, to give you what I call, bang, the right hook of reality, and boom, the left uppercut of truth. And sometimes those sting, man. But as much as a pop from the chops for me stings, it doesn't do near as much damage as what we do to ourselves. Now, these are things I share with you because five years ago, I didn't know any of this stuff. Nothing. Why? Well, maybe it's, it's closer to 10 years now. I say five years and five years have come and gone. 10 years have come and gone. Why didn't I know? Because I chose not to read. I chose not to surround myself with people that knew more than I did. I was happy with the folks I was with. And there's nothing wrong with them, but they've been stagnant for 15 to 20 years. And guess what? So was I. 
So a good habit was to surround myself with people that knew more than I did. And a common thread, these folks, these people were listening to, and this is, you know, before podcasts even came, I guess there were some out there, but they were reading books, going to conferences, surrounding themselves with people that knew more. But the common theme was reading and planting the right seeds in your mind, which is a great habit, not just a good habit, but a great habit. What you put in is what you get out. What you, what seed you plant in your garden is what, what you're going to get, right? If you plant an onion seed, what are you going to get? An onion. I mean, that's as simple as can be. You plant a strawberry seed, what are you going to get? Strawberry. You constantly inundate yourself with negativity in your mind. What is your mind and body going to focus on? Your mind's going to focus on it. It's going to produce negativity. So your body's going to stress out. Yeah. Now, let me, let me just kind of hold, hold the phone. I am 100% about being positive. Yes, yes, yes. But I'm going to tell you this. Just because you're positive, just because you're upbeat, does not mean you're not going to have negative things happen or does not mean you're gonna have, not going to have a negative day. But, and oh, before I get into the but comma, <laughs> I always get a little leery, and this is coming from my buddy Zig Ziglar. And those who don't know, I'm a Zig Ziglar certified trainer, coach, and speaker. Great friends with Tom Ziglar, the son, and Julie and Cindy, the daughters, wonderful, wonderful people. Huge shout out to that family. I love them. I love you guys. Zig always said, positive thinking will not allow you to do anything. That is, that is just a flat out lie. However, positive thinking will help you do far more than negative thinking ever will. And he goes on to say, you know, Shaquille O'Neal, he uses Shaquille as an example. You know, big, big man, right? Was Shaquille O'Neal, what, six foot seven, six foot eight, 300 and something pounds? One heck of a rebounder, right? You could box people out. But I don't care how much positive thinking Shaquille O'Neal had, he would not be the best horse jockey in the world, right? <laughs> there you go. That would make him a lot more than negative thinking would. But it's always kind of scary to say, positive thinking, why haven't you do anything? And it should say anything better than negative thinking will. So I don't want to scare you off there, but I also want to, once you get in the right hook of reality here, be positive. It's going to help you achieve a heck of a lot more than negativity ever will and ever could. Be positive. Yeah. But plant the right seeds. And unfortunately, just because you plant positive seeds doesn't mean you're always going to get a positive harvest. You know, a farmer spends the whole springtime tilling to his crops, nurturing and cultivating and watering and making sure he keeps the weeds out. And the day before the harvest, locusts come along and eat it all up. Or there's a hailstorm and kill his crop. Those things happen. But the farmer's got to look, you know what? Nine out of ten years, I had a wonderful, bountiful harvest. Am I going to pack it all in because one time? Or am I going to go back to work knowing that the odds are in my favor? And I want you to think the same thing about good habits. Think the same thing about planting the right seeds. Yeah. He said, and you may be saying, yeah, dude, you make it sound so easy. But nothing in life is that easy. No, it's not. I'm not going to lie to you and tell you it's easy. And what makes it so gosh darn hard? You ready for this? Here's another right hook. What makes it so hard is the fact that it is so easy. Because what's so easy to do is also easy not to do. And when we know that it's easy to do, but yet we choose not to do it, then we get mad at ourselves for not doing something that's going to really help our life. I know. Your mind's probably like, exploding right now. I know those words coming out of my mouth. I'm thinking, gosh darn. Why don't I do all the good things I know I should be doing? Because it's just easy not to do them, right? Yeah. And that gets back to the whole essence of this new four-week series, four-part series, and that is self-discipline, self-respect, good choices, and good habits. And as, I, and as I said earlier, good habits, very hard to make, very easy to break. Is that unfair? Yeah, it is unfair. But now that we know it's unfair, move on. Don't dwell on it, okay? Don't have a pity party. You know what's wrong with pity party? Pity parties? Anybody? Bueller? Bueller? Anyone? Anyone? At pity parties, nobody brings gifts. Man, you go to a party, you want some fun, right? You want some gifts, you want some laughter, you want some love, you want some good times. Pity party, they don't bring gifts. You know what they bring? More pity. Yeah. You bring your self-pity. They bring their self-pity. And then others bring their self-pity. It's a huge, gosh darn pity party. Does that help anybody? Does anybody want to be a part of that? Well, we all say, no. 
but yet we often do. Yeah. Think about that. Everybody flat out say, no, I don't want to be a part of that pity party. We often indulge and engage in that every single day. Once again, social media or constantly negative network. Listen to that garbage. Not good. You're planting the wrong seeds. Even if you've got the right seeds planted, you let weeds grow up in your garden, what's going to happen? Weeds and negativity are going to suffocate all the seeds. Once again, make it sound easy, I know, because it really is. What's easy to do is also easy not to do. Let me give you an example of that. We all have some piece of exercise equipment, and those that listen to the show a lot, you know I use this example a lot. Why? Because the more I say it, the more I'm continuing to plant that seed. The more I continue to plant that seed, now I'm watering that seed. I'm giving that seed sunlight. I'm going to make that seed grow because you keep hearing it. The more you hear it, the more you're like, oh, he's right. (laughs) And I want you to say, oh, man, you're right again. No, I mean, if I'm right, that means I've learned it from somebody else and I'm passing it on to you. That's how that works. That's how humility works, right? You got to be open enough to accept the message, but then you got to be willing to pass it on to others and then open that mind up again for something else. So here's the example. We've all got some piece of exercise equipment somewhere in our house. And if we don't right now, at one point in time, we did. And what happened? Anywhere from a week to two weeks after we bought that piece of equipment, that first piece of laundry ended up on it. Then another piece of laundry. Then another shirt. Then a sock. Then a pair of pants. And before you know it, your exercise equipment is now a clothesline, right? Or a laundry basket. Now, it'd be just as easy to go and take all those clothes that are on that piece of exercise equipment and throw it in the laundry basket and then get your butt on that thing for five to ten minutes. But what do we tell ourselves? Ah, you know what? It'd take too much time. I'll do it tomorrow. We've all done it. But it wouldn't take any time to get all that, I bet, 30 seconds or less, get all the clothes off, heck, throw them in the floor, jump on that piece of exercise equipment for three minutes, five minutes, two minutes, one minute, I don't care, something. A little bit of something's better than what? Pull out of nothing. There it is. Boom! Man, I'm dropping right hooks today, aren't I? And bang, left uppercut of truth. They sting, I know. But they're meant to sting. Got to get you outside that comfort zone. And a little sting for me is better than, well, I guess I'm trying to come up with something right now, right on top of my head here. A little sting for me is what? Better than a big bite of, oh, there you, there you go. I get excited when I get a thought in my head. A little sting for me is better than a big bite of reality, right? Yeah. That was, that was reality biting you. So anyway, good habits. I get a little goofy here. Good habits are very, very difficult to make, very easy to break. It's not fair, but that's the reality of things. On the at other side, other side of the fence, let's jump on over the other side there. Bad habits, they just form out of nowhere, right? I mean, they just poof. They're there. Where the heck did that habit come from? Where'd that habit come of eating popcorn every night before you go to bed? That was one of my personal vices. I love popcorn. I mean, to the point where <laughs> the microwave popcorn I'd buy by the, seemed like the case, and then as if that wasn't bad enough, I've got this industrial movie theater quality popcorn machine maker thingamajanger. <laughs> That's the technical term. No, I mean, this thing is awesome. Uh, Desi, my wife, her mom bought this thing at, uh, I don't know, it was like a restaurant foreclosure sale or going out of business sale or something. But it is the real deal, baby. <laughs> I mean, whoa. It's got the big, uh, I don't know what you call it, this six, eight-ounce kettle that you cook the popcorn in and you, you buy all the, um, the coconut butter, which is the movie theater oil butter stuff. Put that in there, the salt in there, and the popcorn in there. And then you got the big bat of of hot liquid butter, squirt that all over it. Whew, that sounds good, doesn't it? <laughs> well, that wasn't my intentions, but I'm telling you, I love me some popcorn. Yeah, I do. But I get in the habit of eating that every single night before I go to bed. Obviously, you can see what that leads to, right? And that habit started with one. One bag of popcorn, and poof, before you know it, it's like, what the heck? Or one bowl of ice cream. Or one time eating later than you should. Which, to be honest with you, for the majority of my life, folks, that was, you know, uh, burning the candle at both ends. Now, that wasn't enough. I'd start lighting fires in the middle of that candle because, not that I need a little more excitement, but I thought, you know what? I'm not making it where I want to go as quickly as I want to get there, so I'll just eliminate sleep altogether. Yeah, there we go. Man, you know what? If I can accomplish this much on six hours of sleep, how much more could I accomplish on four hours of sleep or three hours of sleep? It's Looney Tunes. But it starts, and then it becomes so difficult to break. 
bad habits. Poof, they just manifest out of nowhere. And that's the unfair part, right? Bad habits, very easy to make, but nearly impossible to break. And there's a lot of uh, um, clinical psychologists that say you can never break a habit. You can only replace it with another habit. Yeah. At first, when I heard that, I'm like, no, that ain't true. No, that's not true. From everything I read, and these people are a heck of a lot smarter than I am, and the majority of them, and you know, most, <laughs> you get clinical psychologists, they all got their viewpoints and uh, um, uh, thoughts, but they've done all the research, they've went to school, they've done their thing, right? Majority of them agree that you cannot break, simply break a habit. You have to replace it with something. Yeah, tough, tough to do. So, well, of course, the easy thing is, well, don't make the bad habits in the first place. They just show up. They truly do. You know, a, a bad habit, social media. You know, 10, 15, 20 years ago, before social media was a thing, we didn't spend in excess of five, six, seven, eight hours a day on social media. And some of you listening might say, oh, I don't spend that much time. Well, I got the, uh, well, I guess it's not all that new anymore, but it was the, uh, what do you call it, the iPhone X, the 10. I hadn't had an update in who knows how long. I think I had the six prior to the 10. So I jumped four generations there. It's got a screen, uh, what do you call it, the screen counter thing or a screen, oh, shoot, I what the heck is it? Those that know the phone better than I do. But it gives you a, uh, an update on how much screen time you have. And then it'll also break it down. Now, I didn't go through and set all this up. So I probably wouldn't know how because I don't even know what the heck it's called. But it tells you. It gives you a weekly screen report, how much time you spent. So what I did, and I'm sure you have the capabilities, especially if you know how to operate the phone much better than I do, you can set timers on. And my two main social medias are Facebook and Instagram. Here lately, and I'm talking in the last year and a half, two years, I've dedicated a majority of my time to Instagram. Now, I still do my videos, uh, the video blogs and the video lives and all those things on Facebook. It seems to get reach more people. But Instagram is, is kind of where I spend a majority of my time. Why? There's not as much arguing going on. Yeah, there's not as much negativity on Instagram. So if you're kind of thinking about switching social medias, uh, that, that's the one I recommend. I don't do anything with Twitter. I've got a Twitter account, but man, oh man, Twitter is just, uh, it's vile. Ugh, horrible. So many people hide behind a different screen name. or And, and, and I guess you can do that on all the platforms. All I know is, is Twitter ugh, makes me feel yucky. <laughs> I mean, it really does. But anyway, back to my point about the screen time. I, I've got mine set at 20 minutes a day for Instagram and, and Facebook. Now, of course, I can cheat and override it if I need to, if I'm in the midst of you know, typing up something or posting something or I've looked too long, but I try not to. And by doing that, that's cut my screen time way, way down. And my point was 10, 15 years ago, before these platforms were ever a thing, we did something different with our time. But now our time is being spent here. And what real value are you getting out of it? Yeah. Are you getting the endorphin release? Are we getting the uh, uh, dopamine release? And I guess the dopamine, what happens there is when you get the likes, that gives you that rush, feel good. But then it's like it's never enough, right? Yeah. And then serotonin and oxytocin, those are also good feel-good chemicals, which flush out that cortisol. But you're not getting those. What you're getting is more frustration. Now, there are a lot of good things, you know, <laughs> a lot of, and, and I'm pushing my pages here because I'm talking to you. but. Every single day, I start my pages off with something inspirational, something motivational, something to lift your spirits, something spiritual, something to make you feel better. So if you focus on those things, yeah, that's going to that's gonna make you feel good. Unfortunately, without us all working together, it seems to be we're far and few in between. Let's connect those dots, man. Let's work together on this thing. But that's how easy bad habits form. That's how you easily spend five, six hours a day. Think about that. Let's just go with five, right? Five hours a day, that's 35 hours a week. That's 70 hours in two weeks. What is 140, almost 100, 140 hours a month that you'll never get back. Spend that time with your kids. I tell you that because my, my son's 19, daughter's 16. My youngest son's about to turn 11. It happens. I had something on my page not too terribly long ago, and it was a, uh, uh, this, this one really breaks my heart. It really does. And every time I talk about it, I get goosebumps and it's, it's a picture of a, a little, little bitty kid, maybe three or four years old, on a park bench. And he's <laughs> laying off the park bench upside down. And, and then he's moving around. And the caption, and dad's on the cell phone, you know, scrolling through. And the caption says, hey, dad, I'm here for you whenever you're done. 
Oh, I mean, that's a right hook, isn't it? And that hits me hard because I know I've spent more hours on these gosh darn phone and devices when my kids are just waiting for dad to play. And you can't get that time back. You can't get it back. Like we, we go out, um, family and I, Friday lunches. I, I, this is kind of another habit and a, a choice. Before I used to make my schedule out, I would schedule all the priorities. I would say, when I'm laying it out, family's a priority. Yep, time with the family, reading time, or family time, you know, uh, 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 Christian time, Bible time, going to church, and then business stuff. I would say that. But then I would put the schedule together. Those were the things at the bottom. I would try and squeeze them in. I redid my schedule about a month ago, and I've still tinkering it a little bit. What did I put first? Time with the family. A number one. I put it in there, and I'm going to work it around it. Now, some of you that don't, I mean, being an entrepreneur there, it was, well, it must be nice having your schedule. I own three businesses. I got a podcast. <laughs> I'm writing a book. I give speeches all over the place. There's a lot. Now, I chose that life, so I'm, and I love it. I'm never going to complain about it. But I oftentimes did not put my family first. That was a bad choice. It turned into a bad habit, a bad habit that was very, very difficult to break. I had to be humble and uh, drop my ego and be honest with myself and say, no, I can change this, but I have to be willing to change this. And you can too. I mean, if you got a job, just hypothetically speaking, you work a nine to five job, and maybe if you got to battle traffic and all the other stuff you got to deal with, when you're in the car, listen to podcasts like this, listen to something, listen to a book. Zig Ziglar calls it Automobile University. Make it a habit. Don't listen to talk radio. If you got to get a little bit of a fix on, listen for, say, last 10 minutes of your drive or 15 minutes, whatever, to get that fixed and then boom, done. Sort of like on the, the, the device there, you set the alert so you only get 15, 20 minutes of it. Yeah, but the rest of the time. Or call your kids up on the way home and talk to them on the phone. Just spending some time with them. I know it's on the phone, but it's better than nothing. I know you might be interrupting their gaming time, but so what? Don't put it down. So anyway, I'm kind of getting off track here, but I'm talking still about the good habits and good choices, and we can all make them. we got to be willing to make them. Yeah. So anyway, Friday, Friday afternoons, we go out to lunch, and we've been doing it for some time. The whole family gets together, and that's our time. No devices, nothing, nothing. They're left in the car, or if we need to take one in to take a picture of our meal and show everybody what we ate, <laughs> we do that. But other than that, they, they, they stay in the pockets, and it's an hour. Doesn't seem like a lot of time, but it is. And man, oh man, that, that, that's, that's a signature, baby. That is a do not break appointment. And it's been so rewarding. That's a good habit. That's a good choice. You know what? That's a great habit. And that's a great choice. But you got to be willing to make that choice. And maybe you don't have the flexibility on your calendar, but I almost promise you, you've got some time that you can do that. Maybe have everybody come to the kitchen table. Instead of eating, watching TV, and playing on devices and everything else, come together and eat. And maybe you can't do that at lunch, or maybe you can't even do it at breakfast. Maybe you can't do it every night for dinner. I mean, our schedule is at the Martial Arts Academy. You know, the Academy is Monday through Thursday nights, and then Saturday days. There's a lot of times we can't eat dinner together. That's why we, Fridays, boom, we, we try and do that. My wife just bought a new kitchen table. We just had new floors laid today, so she kind of, you know, kind of our, 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 off, our dining room slash office has just been more of an office than anything else, but now we're moving some desk around. I've moved my desk completely out where I'm yeah, full, I don't say full-time at the studio, but no work at home anymore. If it is, very, very little. That's only when nobody else is there. I'm telling you, some habits are hard to break, but they're definitely worth it. So our dining room, she's kind of putting that thing together. Why? I'm going to start trying to have dinner the nights when we can. And doing that with no devices, no TV, nothing, even if it's just 30 minutes of sitting down, holy cow, that time is so sacred. And those that have older kids, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. You're kind of like, whoa, a little melancholy here, right? That's that right hook. And here's the thing, folks. I'm not going to tell you too much you don't already know, but I am going to remind you of those things. Why? Because I know I'm fighting those battles. And I know there's millions of others out there fighting the same battles. And this show, what I talk about here, our Martial Arts Academy, what I've grown to, to appreciate over the last several years of doing not only this, but uh, speaking, not everybody's going to like my messages. Not everybody's going to agree with my messages. And that's okay. That is okay. I tell you that because not everybody's going to like you. 
I know that's a right hook, isn't it? That hurts. I want to be liked. You want to be liked. Everybody wants to be liked. There are some people in our lives that just we aren't meant to connect with. And that's okay. It doesn't make them right and you wrong or you right and they wrong. They, they, they wrong. <laughs> that's not what it means. It just means we're not going to always connect with everybody. But you be you. God gave you a gift. Appreciate that gift. Respect that gift. Be disciplined with that gift. Make good choices based on that gift. Develop good habits based on that gift. And then use that gift, that gift from God, to share it with the world. Share it with the world. As I mentioned, there's, and, and you know, kind of talk about, we've got a little thing called, uh, as a matter of fact, what my book's all about is the ABCs to become bullyproof. And the A of the ABCs is avoid. Avoid conflict. Be aware of what's going on around you and avoid the negativity if you can. And you can, like I said, I don't do much with Twitter. It's negative. I try and stay away from that. Instagram seems to be more positive with the pictures than a post and not as much bickering and backering going on, not as much horrible words said. That's what I, I focus, you know, as far as social media. I'm not, I'm not getting paid by Instagram to tell you this. I'm just telling you what I do. Yeah, I choose to put our devices away and I choose to put Fridays as a priority to have lunch with my family because it's working and I want that to work for you. None of this stuff is rocket science. None of it. Once again, what's so simple to do is what, folks? Simple not to do. That's the unfair part. Yeah. Good habits, hard to make, easy to break. Bad habits come out of nowhere. Very easy to make and very difficult to get rid of. That's the reality of life. Now you know it. Now let's collectively work together to fix it. And what I mean by that collectively, if you know somebody needs some inspiration, some motivation, you know somebody needs to hear this message, well, gosh darn it, tell them about the podcast. Yeah. The more people listen to positive, more people plant positive uh, uh, seeds in their garden, their mental garden, the most fertile garden on the planet, the better they are uh, going to be to deal with, right? Yeah. Someone's negative all the time. You don't want to deal with them at work or family member. They feel a little better about themselves. They're a little easier to deal with. Yeah. And chances are they're struggling. So share it with them. Why? It's going to make your life better too. Because once again, we're building that tribe. And of course, some people, you may recommend the podcast. You're like, oh, that, that guy didn't know what the heck he's talking about. Yeah, whatever, dude. And that's fine. That's fine. You don't need to argue with them. Just say, okay, well, I thought it would help you. And then move on. Because I get my share of, I don't like to call them haters. Because I don't know what's eating them. I don't know what, uh, uh, what they hate about themselves or life. They'll say some ugly, horrible stuff. Love, block, and delete them. Move on. I used to try and reason with them. Not anymore. Not anymore. Why? Simply because there's only so much time. And I've wasted all my time on this person who, this, that, all, that's all they do for whatever reason, whatever the, 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 you know, hate is built up inside them. I would do nothing else. I wouldn't be able to spread the message to the millions of folks that want to hear it. I'm telling you that because that was a bad habit of mine. Somebody would post something and somebody dropped the F word here and there. And I mean, it was constantly, it must be effing nice living your effing world, effing sunshine and rainbows, but the effing world doesn't work that effing way. And I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> And of course, this is on my Kick and Life page, and it was on a, uh, <laughs> it was a spiritual quote. <laughs> I forgot the exact quote. And uh, so I start to type back, and I'm going to type back and say, hey, man, come on now. I don't know what's, you know, uh, what's bothering you, but please don't, don't do that on this page. I started to type that up. But what would have happened? He would have fired back, and then I would have been engaged in this battle. So I took a breath. Now, bad habit in the past, I would have done it. I probably wouldn't have been very nice about it either, to be honest with you. Say, hey, man, what do you think you're doing here? Come on, you got nothing better to do. Stay the heck off my page, or I'll jump through the computer and kick your freaking butt. <laughs> now, how often would we like to do that? <laughs> I know, I'm a human being, right? And I'm a fighter. Martial arts for almost 40 years and coaching and training for over 30. Yeah, my right hook of reality. Yeah. But what good would that do? One, I can't jump into the screen and do that. And then I would spend my whole day, whole week, whole month, whole year, whole life doing nothing but going around smacking people around that need it. Now, of course, part of me says, well, the world might be a better place. Yeah, it might be. But what would I do? That would be my whole life. So instead, I do a thing called love, block, and delete. Got that from my buddy, Professor Beliso. Shout out to him. He's a wonderful human being. If you're not following him, Brandon Beliso, B-R-A-N-B-R-A-N-N-O-N-B-E-L-I-S-O. Fabulous person. And that's the folks, I'm, like I said, I'm surrounding myself with. Become extremely good friends. He's been on the podcast more than anybody else. So check him out. Anyway, his thing is love, block, and delete. Love people because God says we're supposed to love everybody, and we should. 
but we're also supposed to love ourselves enough not to get sucked into that negativity. Block them, delete them, ban them, and move on. You don't need them. Just like a bully. You stand up to a bully, you avoid the bully altogether, or you put the bully in their place by blocking, deleting them. They're going to find somebody else. Don't you worry, you're a sweet little soul. They're going to find somebody else to bully. You've got more important things to do. You do. Good habits. Very, very difficult to make. Very easy to break. But if you work at them, it gets better. Bad habits. Arguing with knuckleheads on social media. Very bad habit. Very hard to stop doing. I get it. And I want you to be better. I want you to make good choices. I want you to develop good habits. Why? I'm telling you, folks, self-discipline. The more you discipline yourself to do the things you know you need to do. And Zig Ziglar says, when you discipline yourself to do the things you know you need to do when you need to do them, there'll come a time when you can do the things you want to do when you want to do them. Woo! How's that? Your brain flip-flopping on that one? Should I say it again? Let's see if I can get it straight again. Uh, let me take a second, a breath. Okay, there we go. Take two, if we will. Zig Ziglar says, if you do the things you know you need to do when you need to do them, there'll come a time when you can do the things that you want to do when you want to do them. Whoa. I mean, is that defining good habits and bad habits? 100%. Boom. Sealed. Done. And his son, Tom Ziglar, says, the quickest path to success is a simple formula. Changing bad habits to good habits. That seems simple, too, but it is. Think about that. I told you about a popcorn example, eating popcorn every single night. And I love popcorn. I discipline myself. And there was a time, I'm about five foot seven and a half, maybe five foot eight, with my hair standing up. <laughs> and they go to the doctors, they always push my hair down. I'm like, hey, what are you doing um, to, to get an accurate measure? But anyway, I weighed 199 pounds. There's no way. That's the most I've weighed in my life. And I got on that scale, and I'm like, I am not tipping the deuce. I'm not going to 200 pounds. And I've... I don't, I don't brag, but I'm very, very athletic. I've been a martial arts, like I said, a long time. Played hockey at a very competitive level. I was a PE teacher for 11 years, personal trainer, taught aerobics for 12 years. So, I mean, you know, it, 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 was, it was there. But I let things slip away before I knew it. And I was like, holy cow. And to, to date now, I'm about 182 pounds, which I wear that extremely well, and I'm very, very happy about that. Um, but anyway, th th those were the battles. Once again, I had to make a choice. It was hard. But little bitty choices, a little bit of something, adds up to a lot of good stuff. A whole lot of nothing adds up to nothing, right? Doesn't matter what you take, zero times whatever number it is. What is it? Yeah, it's zero, right? Yeah. Oh, it's crazy, isn't it? I know. So, journey of a thousand miles starts with what? One small step. You knock out that first step, then the second step, then the third step, and then it compounds from there. But of course, if you stop, doesn't mean the end of the road. Just means you may need to kick it in gear again. And that's what this show is all about. Wow. Well, I'm looking at the time here. Holy shnikes, folks. I've been rambling on for some time. I hope you're still with me. A lot of good, lot of good messages here, if I do say so myself. <laughs> and uh, for the new listeners, I always stand in the broadcast uh, recording studio here. The producers look through the windows like, what is that guy doing? I just can't sit down because I'm pouring my heart out here, giving you everything I got to help, once again, to help you live your best kick in life. So I always humbly ask, please, share this message, share this podcast. Kickin' Life, K-I-C-K-I-N-L-I-F-E. It's available worldwide now. Got a nice shout-out from uh, folks in New Zealand and Australia the other day. It made me really feel good. Really feel good. I'm a human being. I feel good about those things. And then occasionally we'll get some that, that aren't. And, you know, I, I got to get a better job of saying, hey, it show just wasn't for them. And that's okay. But if it's for you, please share it with, uh, share it with others. Let others know because that's what we're doing, folks. We're working together to make society a happier, healthier, and safer place to live. We are empowering one another to believe in ourselves. Stand up to bullying, stand out in the crowd. Yeah, yeah, that's it. To live our best kick in life. So I love those five-star reviews, please. And please, like I said, follow me on social media, Kick in Life with Master Grogan on Facebook. Uh, live our best kick in life. It's also on Facebook. Bullyproof Our Kids on Facebook. Oh, Bullyproof Our Kids with Master Grogan, sorry. And then Instagram is just kicking life. Now, if you're in the area, check out our martial arts page. It's Grogan's Martial Arts on uh, Facebook and on Instagram. And like I said, I don't do a whole lot with Twitter. Our YouTube channel, by the way, Grogan's Martial Arts. That's all about, we got techniques and stuff on there for the students. But the other YouTube channel is Kicking Life, Master Grogan. Kind of all one word there. But check that baby out. I'm really starting to plug away. I've got uh, probably close to 300 video, video blogs on there already. And over 50 in my phone that I haven't 
<laughs> uploaded yet. I was trying to hire somebody to do that for me, but that kind of fell uh, uh, fell on the way, I guess, on the wayside. So I'm going to get back at that and get those babies updated. I'm also going to start having the podcast, not only available worldwide on uh, any podcast app, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcast from. It's also available online, uh, www.kickinlifepodcast.com. You can check it out there, download it from there, and uh, uh, make sure you hit that uh, I guess subscribe button so you get all the new updates as they roll through. Like I said, I record two episodes a week. Anyway, working together to make things happen. I also want to give a big shout out. Uh, somebody that uh, one of the martial arts companies that we work with and uh, almost exclusively Century Martial Arts, fabulous folks. So if you're in the martial arts industry and you're looking for a great martial arts company, Century Martial Arts, they put their heart, passion, and soul into everything they do. They're here to help you be your very best, to help you empower the students, to take the stress of having uh, maybe not the best equipment, but they, they stand behind all their equipment so you know it's good. And you know you don't have to worry about getting a kind of faulty product there. You're getting something special from Century, and they're going to help you and help your business grow and help your students become their very, very best too. So a special shout-out to Century Martial Arts. As always, thank you very, very much. All right, folks. Well, that's all I got for you today. Thank you so very much for your time. I mean, I'm honored. I'm blessed. I really, truly can't thank you enough uh, for taking time out of your busy day because I know time's a sacred commodity. And essentially, when you give me your time by listening, you're giving me a piece of your life. So I promise I'm going to give you a piece of my life by giving you everything I've got to help you live your best kick in life. All right. I love you. I really, really do. Why? Because you gave me a piece of your life. We're connected now. God loves you. You know, he gave his only, only son for us, to, you know, all our sins. All we got to do is pray. Put God first. Grandma Bonnie used to say this to me all the time. Richie, are you putting God first? And truth be told, Richie wasn't. I, I just wasn't. Why? I didn't think I had time for it. I know, how silly is that? Bad habit, right? So anyway, this is part one of the four-part series. It's, we're talking about self-discipline, self-respect, good habits, and good choices. Man, oh, man. It, it, it's just going to get better and better and better, folks. And I appreciate you. All right. I love you. God loves you. Please share that love with the world. And until we talk again, you get out there and do your best. And I promise you'll be your very best. God bless you. God bless your loved ones. I can't wait to chat with you again real soon. Have a blessed day, everybody. Bye-bye. Thank you very much, everybody, for listening to another exciting Kickin' Life podcast. This is Master Rich Grogan, your Kickin' Life guru, reminding you you can find our podcast online at kickinlifepodcast.com or through iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcast. Tune in next week, another exciting show coming your way. In the meantime, you get out there and do what you do best, and I promise you'll be your very best. Have a blessed day, everybody. Talk to you real soon. This podcast was a presentation of lightupmedia.fm.